0: welcome back to another random episode guys it is paranormal thursday you are here with amber and Haley, and today the paranormal episode we have brought to you is one that contains another cryptid today we are going to talk about doppelgangers
1: so it's like day five of being stuck at amber's house <laughs> because of the <laughs> snowstorm um i actually went back home but it lost power so came back So then to come back it's been it's been great um It's
0: been fun. Yeah. Until, you know... It's not so fun. There's threats that the power is going to go
1: out and that uh, vehicles are going to not run. Yeah, Amber's uh, vehicle may or may not be completely dead. Yeah, so
0: we, uh, we took a trip to the grocery store because we were pretty much out of food. Besides, like, little snack stuff. So we took my van because Andrew's car was stuck. So we took mine. And... What you guys don't know about my van is my van has had an overheating problem for like the past two or three years. And we just recently got it fixed this past year. So with it overheating so much, all we were doing is refilling it with water. And being down here in the good old South, you don't think about putting antifreeze in your water reservoir in your car.
1: Nope.
0: So what we didn't realize is all of the water that was in my car that is meant to cool off the engine had frozen. So I'm just running with my vehicle with no kind of coolant or anything running through. So we get to the grocery store. I fill up on gas, and I think the reason that's the reason like why we didn't break down before we even left the gas station because I had to turn off my vehicle and that gave it a chance to cool off. But we were literally put, pulling into our apartment complex and it just stopped moving. It just died mm. and. Uh, Yeah, that was not something I'd like to ever relive again. Yeah.
1: Um, Whenever you texted me, I thought that you guys were stranded at at, at the grocery store. And I was like, do I need to come get you? Uh, No. Oh, it was Thankfully,
0: we were were really close. Um, We tried to just push it, but the ice was so slick, we just kept slipping on the ice. We couldn't get enough grip on the van. So we waited a little bit. This dude in a pickup truck pulled up this is without fail anytime your vehicle breaks down in the south this dude pulled up in his vehicle like within two minutes of us breaking down it was like did your battery die you're like no it's not the battery we're pretty sure we know what it is and he was just kind of talking to us like yeah i used to have a mechanic buddy of mine he used to he used to handle this kind of stuff all the time but he's dead now we were just like oh, oh. sorry <laughs> he, uh, he was blocking the entrance of a car behind him like honked at him to get through and he was like he just looked over at me and goes bless your heart that's 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 southern lingo for damn you're dumb yeah so that was also interesting but yeah we got it pulled back in we we let it cool off just long enough for it to restart and to get back in the parking space and um it's been there ever since and i'm scared that it might not run after all this is
1: done (sighs) hopefully you can get it defrosted i hope so too um so the roads are kind of clearing up here um it's a lot of slush and ice like the snow is starting to melt um but things are still really bad in Texas and like surrounding states because like yeah, their
0: powers are still out. They're having to use power from us now at this point, point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have people that are local that aren't wanting to do their part in conserving energy. Conserve their energy. They're like, it's my house. I pay for it. I pay the city for this. I should be able to run all the heat that I want to. But thankfully, um, there actually have been a lot of people that are saying that they're conserving power, but also offering up. To give people rides or to go to grocery stores for people to get stuff that they need. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of a, a give and take here in the South. We have a lot of hospitality, but also a lot of assholes.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like how it is everywhere. So, if you are in the North, and if you're making all these memes about how the South can't handle snow, you're right, we can't. Like, We're, we're not equipped to handle this kind of weather. And we we don't stock up on like generators and stuff like that, because we don't usually have to deal with snow. Right, and we don't have... Like freezing temperatures. Salt vehicles around here either that go around and salt the roads. I think our our city and surrounding cities have like one that they share for maybe sometimes if it snows, but that's one right for such a large area. And it's
0: usually only used on bridges and like the interstate
1: or yeah, like busy roads and stuff. Yeah. So. So yeah. Please don't laugh at the Southerners or the people in Texas who are really like people are like without power and especially without the
0: people that don't have power and heat because they are really struggling right now yeah.
1: but so, um, yeah, i think we're gonna get right
0: into this episode yeah that being said let's jump into doppelgangers so for anyone who does not know what a doppelganger is a doppelganger is a being or creature that looks like another person but they are not related to them which i mean kind of makes sense for it not to be related to them because they're a cryptid. So where do they come from? They kind of come from everywhere, it seems. Like, as far as, like, do they come from the other side or anything like that, it's kind of not known about that. But um, they're found kind of all over the world. So in ancient Egyptian mythology, A Ka was a tangible spirit double that had the same memories and feelings as the person to whom the counterpart belonged to. Um, The Greek princess presents an Egyptian view of the Trojan War in which a Ka of Helen misleads Paris, helping to stop the war. That was, I found, pretty interesting. In Norse mythology, there is a Vardokr, is that how you say that word? I probably should have looked that up beforehand, but... Basically, it is a ghostly double who is seen performing the person's actions in advance, so before they even actually do it. In Finnish m- mythology, this pattern is described as having, um, I don't know how to say this word. It is from Wikipedia, mm, but basically Finnish. basically, it means yeah. first comer. Um, and the doppelganger is a version of the Anku, which is a personification of death that appears in... Breton, Cornish, and Norman folklore. So it seems to me that looking at all of these different stories, usually it's not a good thing to see a doppelganger. One of the earliest accounts of a doppelganger comes from Zoroastrianism, which is a one of the oldest religions um, in the entire world, and they had this idea of twins that were manifested and born um and that they were good and evil and um they were just both representatives of that so that also really ties into the fact that seeing one of the one of your doppelgangers is not a good thing it usually means something bad is going to happen um which we actually find in abraham lincoln one of the united states presidents he had an encounter with a doppelganger so in 1860 shortly after lincoln was elected into office he came home one day and looked into a mirror where he saw himself as a double and lincoln is quoted as saying nearly at full length but my face had two separate and distinct images he noticed that although they looked very much alike one was paler about five shades quote than the other his wife was said to be extremely worried about it, and that she believed that the paler half of Lincoln was meant to be a bad omen, and that she thought that it meant that Lincoln would serve his first full term but would not live to finish his second.
1: Which is crazy, um, because I remember hearing that she, that like his wife had predicted his death, but I didn't know under like under what exact circumstances but here it is, is—he saw Doppelganger and she really did predict it because um, if you don't know, if you're in a different country Abraham Lincoln is famously known for being assassinated in a theater um, by Lee Harvey Oswald right? That's- yeah. yes. Okay. during his second term as yeah. president it was in the middle of his second term so he finished his first but did not leave- live to see his second finish Wait, that's just Crazy
0: to think that it was a doppelganger incident. So in 1851, there was a sketch um, of a very famous now depiction of doppelgangers. um, And it actually was turned into a watercolor painting in 1864, and it's called How They Met Themselves. And it was done by Dante Gabriel Rossetti. So in the interpretation of this painting, it was two medieval lovers out for a stroll in the woods um, at night when they met their doubles that glowed. Um, and the man is depicted as pulling out his sword, which makes sense because, oh my God, there's strangers out here. I'm scared. Um, and the woman is actually shown, uh, to appear to be fainting at seeing her own self, um, and her lovers double as well. Um, and this painting actually, um, inspired different writings, um, such as Edgar and Poe's Silence. Jumping forward a little bit, um, I've gone through and I found a few stories of modern day uh, doppelganger encounters, so I'm gonna read some of those. Some of these come from Reddit. Um, I reached out for any comments or for, you know, to give credit and have not received any responses yet, so. Um, but if you do hear your story and you would either like to receive credit or you would like me to take out your portion, please email us. We'll leave the email in the link and we'll also remind at the end of this podcast where you can reach us. I'm a 27 year old woman and live with my girlfriend. We recently moved to a nice house in the countryside on Westmeath, Ireland. It was an old wooden house that was painted black. A porch was at the front and the front door was creaky we thought nothing was wrong with it and it would be a nice place to live the first weeks were okay sometimes we would hear creaks coming from the stairs but we couldn't care less a month passed and i heard i started to hear scratching from under my bed in the middle of the night i looked under the bed but nothing was there one night as i was asleep i heard my girlfriend talking to someone I listened closely to try to hear her conversation. She was asking someone what they were doing up at this time. I was confused and went downstairs. I saw my girlfriend talking to someone who looked identical to me. I asked her who she was talking to. She spun around and had a terrified expression on her face. But that wasn't you, she said. She turned around to see my other me was completely gone. What the fuck, she said. We didn't go to sleep that night, and we're moving out next week. So about six months ago, my wife, sister, and I had an experience in our house like no other. I didn't see anything, but I was there to witness the reactions to what happened. I posted it to a paranormal site before I joined Reddit. I want to post it on here as well. So I had something weird happen at my house last Saturday or Sunday. First off, my wife is somewhat of a medium. She sees spirits, orbs, and shadow people all the time, so she is used to this kind of thing. Except she never gets this excited about seeing something. Me, on the other hand, I don't ever see anything. All I've seen was an orb that lit our bedroom up one time, and that was enough for me. So anyways, my sister, wife, and I were all sitting in the living room just hanging out. They were both on the couch watching TV while I was beside it on my computer playing a game. Now, the computer desk is next to our entertainment center, which I cannot see what's on the TV unless I move the computer chair back a bit. The placement is important, so with with that said, I decided to get up and go to the kitchen to grab a drink. The kitchen is directly behind me from the living room. As I was doing whatever I was doing, when I heard my wife and sister asking themselves out loud, why did he do that? I then leaned over the counter in the kitchen and asked them what they were doing. They didn't see me initially and asked how I threw my voice from the hallway into the kitchen. At that moment, my sister got up and walked down the hallway, which is on the opposite side of the kitchen. After she saw that I wasn't really in the hallway, both of them ran into the kitchen and kept asking me if I went down the hall over and over, which I kept saying no while laughing. They then told me that they saw... Me get up and scurry down the hallway before turning around and giving them a silly face it had the same clothes facial features hair everything i told them that was impossible because i went straight to the kitchen the more i kept telling them i didn't go down the hallway the more freaked out they looked my wife thinks it is my father who passed away when i was around three years old i am almost a spitting image of him too Funny thing is, he died when he was only 27 from throat cancer, and I just turned 27 this year in May. My close friend thinks it is my doppelganger. That Monday after this happened, my grandmother called to tell me that my papa, grandpa, has liver cancer. Doppelgangers show themselves as a mark of bad luck and misfortune. What do you guys think? Was I being informed of my grandpa? Does my father have something to tell me? Or can two people that saw the exact same thing just be wrong? Edit. My girlfriend is now my wife. We've been married since. Also, my grandpa passed away on September 24th that Sunday, 72 days from when he was diagnosed. He was 72 years old. I am 27. Coincidence?
1: That's crazy. Like like sometimes like I can write things off that are coincidental, but the numbers are what get me. Right, same here. Cuz it's 7-2 repeating or 27 cuz didn't he say that he was 20 that like his dad was 27 when he passed as well? Mm-hmm. And he had just turned 27 and then his grandfather died at 72. 72 days after he, after was, he diagnosed. was diagnosed. Like that's that a lot pretty... of repetitive numbers pretty damning. It, it, it was just like one thing after another after seeing this figure. I, I would almost question
0: to say that I wouldn't think it's his dad, because if his dad was coming to warn him
1: about that, I don't think his dad would be making a silly face. No. From what I've gathered, doppelgangers can be kind of mischievous at times. Um, because and also, whenever you hear stories of, like, loved ones, like, coming back from the from the dead or from the grave to mourn, like, a living loved one, it's usually in a dream or something like that. Right. It's not just you seeing them and then that's it. Right. Yeah, that one, that one
0: kind of got to me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But let's move on to a couple more. This next story actually comes from a comment on the one that I just read. Man, that's creepy. I've only had one possible doppelganger experience, and that was not with people. It was my cat. I started having nightmares about my cat for some odd reason. I loved my cat. I had him since I was about six years old. He was awesome. But I started just having really weird dreams where he'd turn into some entity and attack me. One day, I was drawing or reading or something, and my cat jumped up on my bed. I quickly got a bad feeling about him. I don't know why or what it was, but for some reason, him being in my bedroom just annoyed me, and some part of me just didn't want him there. I tried to shoo him away, but he didn't move. I started moving my feet around under the covers, but he just sat there and stared at me. Finally, I stopped being lazy, picked him up, and tossed him off the bed. He got back on it, sitting and staring at me just like before. He only moved when I had had enough, gotten out of bed, and put him outside. It followed me as I walked to my bedroom door and opened it, and my cat walked in the room. I have a similar story. When I was 10, my big sister had just had her first child and came to visit us in Texas from Hawaii. One night after I had gone to bed, my sis said I walked into the hallway and looked at her in the living room and smiled at her, then turned around, giggled, and ran back down the hallway. She immediately got up to follow me to ask me what the heck I was doing. The hallway was empty. She came into my room to find me sound asleep. I found out about all of this in the morning. I have zero recollection of this. I have never sleptwalked, and my sister was insistent that i was definitely out cold and couldn't have snuck back into my room and jumped into bed in the mere seconds it took her to enter the hallway without her hearing me or seeing me open and close my door okay so this is my boring little doppelganger story that happened this past summer i've never experienced anything quite like it before or since i work at a bakery and start at about 4 a.m My walk to work takes about 50 minutes, and I'll grab a coffee on the way there and listen to my music. Point being, between that and just being accustomed to getting up early, I was wide awake by the time I arrived. It also helped that it was the middle of the summer, so dawn was well on its way in addition to the street being lit. Anyway, as I come around the corner, I have a good view of the bakery about 10 meters away across the street. My friend-slash-co-worker is at the door fumbling around for his keys, and I consider calling out to him since mine are already in my hand. My music is still blasting, though, so I look down for a second to pause it. When I look up again, he's no longer at the door. Weird, but I figure he's just gone inside. It is a little odd, though, as the door takes a moment to close and then he'd have to lock it again. But, maybe he saw me coming and left it unlocked for me? Another thing that strikes me as off is that he is usually dropped off by his partner who waits for him to get inside safely. There are no cars on the street, though. Anyway, I get to the door a moment later, and it's locked, and go inside. It's totally dark, and that's when I start feeling a little sketched out. I look around, and there's absolutely no one there. I consider waiting outside, but that feels like an overreaction, so instead I decide to make myself another cup of coffee. That way, I'm not alone with my back to the door, and I can keep an eye out for him. Sure enough, about five minutes later, there he is, getting dropped off, fumbling for his keys, and wearing the exact same outfit I'd seen him in just moments before. It took me a couple of days to work up the courage to ask him. We hadn't known each other for long, and I didn't want him to think I was some crazy person. But he was really confused and assured me that he hadn't, like, forgotten something and ran off in the five seconds I took to look at my phone. We like to laugh about a bakery ghost who followed me from my last job. He sometimes sneezes or coughs in the next room, sets off motion sensors, tosses stuff onto the floor, or takes things out of the microwave for us when we turn our backs, etc. That's mostly a joke this felt and looked very different when i was a kid my grandma was a part of an extremely alternative christian church that would perform seances and stuff like that i remember her talking once about something like the soul preceding the body where you might catch a glimpse of someone going through habitual motions before they actually do it in reality they're somewhere else just thinking about doing that thing Which would make sense, as at the time I saw my co-worker, he was running late and probably just focusing on getting to work. Any thoughts about this phenomenon or what I might have seen? Our next account comes from Walmart in what is now Latvia. Um, An American writer by the name of Robert Dale Owen gives us the story of 32-year-old French woman Emily Saget, who was a teacher at an ex- exclusive girls' school. One day in 1845, while she was writing on the blackboard, Sage's exact double appeared beside her. The double precisely copied her every move as she wrote, except for it didn't hold any chalk. Thirteen students in the classroom witnessed the event. During the next year, Sage's doppelganger was seen multiple times. The most interesting of this was in full view of the entire student body, which was 42 students, in 1846 during the summer. As they sat at the long tables working, they could see Sage in the school's garden gathering flowers. When the teacher left the room to talk to the headmistress, the doppelganger appeared in her chair while the real Sage could still be seen in the garden. Two girls approached the phantom and tried to touch it, but felt an odd resistance in the air surrounding it, and then it slowly
1: vanished. That's so weird, like, the fact that multiple people and children saw that. Like, 42 people saw that. Or, like, two of them, like, tried to approach it.
0: And it happened at different times, too.
1: Yeah. Because it started in 1845,
0: and then it happened, the last known account, I suppose, is in 1846.
1: I hate that we don't have, like... And what happened to her after, like... Like, like, did anything happen in her life after that? You know?
0: There probably was. Either something happened to her or happened to the girls. Or the school. Because the fact that it happened at school. Yeah. So maybe something happened to the school. We might could find that. According to another source, Emily actually never saw the doppelganger. It was just other people seeing it. Um, And also, apparently... In the 16 years that she had been teaching, she had changed positions 19 times. So while Sage did not see the doppelganger, whenever it would appear, she would become very tired um, and kind of groggy. And would recall later that things that the people were telling her that the doppelganger was, go- was doing were things that she herself had been thinking of doing. So, like, the writing on the chalkboard was literally something she was doing in the moment. So, she probably was just so focused on that
1: that that's what the doppelganger was copying. So, soon after this, the doppelganger was actually able to move away from Seliger. Like Like, at first, the doppelganger was just in her immediate vicinity, like, right next to her. Eventually, it began showing up all over the school. So, the first account of this happening was actually in front of a class of, like, almost 50 people. Um, Sage appeared to be in a classroom with her students sitting in her teacher's chair, but in actuality, the real Sage was outside working in the garden. And I have an excerpt from the account, so this is, quote, Witnessed by nearly 50 persons, the students were intently working in their sewing class while another teacher sat at the front of the room reading a book. Outside the window, the students could see Emily working in the garden. The supervising teacher stood up and left the room. Seconds later, Emily walked in and sat down in the empty chair. Students, not, students thought nothing of it until one gasped and pointed out the window where Emily was still working diligently in the garden. Two of the students stood and approached the doppelganger and, being quite brave, reached out and touched it. They said it looked just like Emily Sage in all aspects, except when they ran their hands through the entity, they said it felt empty, like the stub cobwebs are made of. Later, Emily Sage had told the school officials that she indeed had been outside picking flowers in the garden. She had not seen the doppelganger, in fact, Emily never once saw her twin, but in fact wished to herself that she was in the classroom supervising the sewing class. School officials noted in their documentation that each time the doppelganger appeared to them, the real Emily appeared lethargic and litless. End quote. So that just kind of, like, all-encompassed everything that we've already spoken about. Like, that's crazy. Like, this is, like, noted, written down. Like...
0: And there's many different accounts of it, too.
1: Mm-hmm. And so a few people, like, throughout this time actually decided to approach the doppelganger. And each time they did... They would move right through it, but at the same time, they described the air having a texture that reminded them of thick fabric or, like, what a cobweb is.
0: Which, that's also creepy to me because that indicates there's some sort of physical form to it.
1: Right. And so, with the doppelganger um, showing up all, all over the school, it became a constant apparition. It began freaking people out concerned parents actually started removing their children from the school and the parents who didn't want to remove their children just began complaining to the staff and to the principals that the apparition was carrying their children. So, although Emily was a model employee and a fantastic teacher, she was consequently dismissed from her job due to her doppelganger.
0: Which is probably what happened to all the other teaching jobs that she had, is that this kept happening, and students kept getting scared, and parents were concerned. And so, of course, the school was having to remove her because she was the cause of the issue. Yeah, that's...
1: It actually... It's they're, really sad for yeah, her. Yeah, and there isn't anything else that I could find on this, because, like, we took a short intermission trying to do, inter- like, research on this, and we I... We couldn't
0: even find what happened to that school.
1: Yeah, like, there's not a lot of information, but it is documented it's just i guess it's so old that like there isn't any any documentation of like right before and right after
0: and it also could be that a lot of people just straight up didn't believe it anyway so there wasn't any thought to preserve any kind of record of it
1: right so i kind of took over in the half part of that and i'm gonna continue taking over because this next story is german and Oh, boy. Amber has had trouble speaking words.
0: I'm from the South. (laughs) It's very difficult to say words that are an entirely other language. Saying
1: you're from the South is no excuse. Well, you know I'm also from the South. You you know what? Silence. Just.
0: Pity me. Don't don't make fun (laughs) of me. Feel bad for me.
1: (laughs) Um... Hey guys, go easy on her. English is her first language. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> okay, um so this next one is the account of Johan Woking von Goeth. Um and this one actually suggests that doppelgangers could have something to do with time travel or even like interdimensional shifts, which is very interesting.
0: And also very probable as well. Very
1: probable. So, the 18th century German poet Johann Wolfgang von Goeth, he wrote of confronting his Doppelgänger in his autobiography, Dichtung <clears> und Wahrheit, or Poetry and Truth. I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> You're making fun of me not being able to pronounce things. At least I was confident. <laughs> so, he described traveling to the city of Drusenheim to visit Frederick Brion, a young woman who he was having an affair with on this on this ride he was lost in thought and when he looked up he saw a man dressed in a gold-trimmed gray suit who like quickly vanished after being noticed and he noted this as strange but kept on and never really gave it a second thought until 8 years later he was traveling on the same road going to see uh Frederick again when he thought back to seeing the ghostly figure and then it hit him that he was wearing the same gold-trimmed gray suit that he had seen on the figure 8 years before
0: How did you not realize when you're buying a suit Oh this is like the suit that my double was wearing
1: I don't know I think I guess
0: because it, he must have bought it years later and had just totally forgotten about it
1: Yeah and like sometimes things don't hit you until like you're brought back to that same place cuz he like he was traveling on the same road and he was lost in thought but then like it suddenly hit him, like he looked at they like, like he must have looked down and was like, Whoa, I look exactly like this figure that I saw eight years ago. Mm. Um, and Goeth actually wrote that the thought had comforted had comforted him after he and his young love parted at the end of the visit. So I did a little bit more research on this, still couldn't find a lot. This was the eighteenth century and uh goeth is known more for his philosophy and poetry not so much this doppelganger incident but uh, at the end of this visit i i think he and uh frederick like broke off their little romance mm-hmm. so um i think he was comforted by the fact that this was the right thing to do because he saw himself older eight years ago traveling on the same road so i could see how that's like comforting like this is what you're supposed to be doing kind of thing mm-hmm. Or maybe
0: like a warning, like, "Hey, you're doing this all over again, and you're not supposed to be doing this. This isn't the person you're supposed to be with." Mm -hmm. Because he was having an affair. So
1: well, it says affair, but whenever I did like side research, I think it meant more like she was a preacher's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so I think their romance was secret. He, I, don't, I don't think it was like married or with someone else. Their they romance just weren't was just necessarily
0: secret. Meant to be they weren't supposed to be together, kind of a thing. Because yeah. of her dad, probably. Yes, I think. <laughs> so, as far as what these doppelgangers could be or where they could come from, we've already shared earlier about cultures and what they think they are, but there are also modern thoughts on them. Um, some people think that they are potential time travelers some people think they are from parallel universes or from a totally different dimension
1: or there's even like scientific beliefs that they're just like hallucinations kind of that your brain creates which would
0: be it would kind of make sense if it wasn't especially with Emily Saget's story the fact that there were around 50 people who saw it and not only 50 people but several different schools that were seeing this happen with her a lot and people actually could like feel it in some sense like not right. as like a physical being but the air felt right different. which makes me think that it's probably not a, a, a hallucination but it could be a projection coming from the person themselves um, if, especially if you if you ever look into psychic abilities, a big psychic ability that is um, commonly talked about is astral projection and things like that. Which astral projection is where you uh, spiritually travel to another realm, but this could be a different form of it, whereas your spiritual self projecting in, in your current realm. And you're just not aware of it or you're unable to control it, which is sounds like Emily Sajay's case, because I bet if she could control it, she wouldn't have lost her job 18 times. So another explanation that is really more so um, what a culture believes um, that I didn't mention earlier is um, Native Americans, um, in particular the Hopi, refer to these um, doppelgangers as the twins it was um the child of the sun and the child of the water and they also believed in duality between the upper world and the underworld which is literally as above so below whatever's happening in the upper world it's also happening in the underworld so a theory behind that could be especially in the case of emily Sage, could this be that her underworld person is just somehow being brought up to the upper world. And according to the account of El Message, it does not seem like that her doppelganger is purposefully doing this. Because otherwise I feel like it would be doing things to get attention, but what it looks like it's doing is it's just doing whatever she's doing or would be something that she would do. Which would lead me to believe it's just doing what it would normally do in the underworld. So it could be either physically with her or physically in the area that she was living in that it's just a very thin veil and hers just kept popping out when it wasn't supposed to. Now, what are you supposed to do when you see a doppelganger? A lot of the uh, beliefs say that there's really nothing that you can do, that you just kind of have to wait and see what happens. But I did find... One source that says in order to avoid death after you see your doppelganger is you need to go get blessed by a priest many times and also drench yourself in holy water, which that probably comes from Catholicism or some form of Christianity. But um, that's, that's pretty much everything that we found about doppelgangers. There are plenty of stories out there of people who have met their own doppelgangers. Um... For some of these, I'm kind of inclined to believe, because, it, like, it's it's a theory that there are six of you out in the world. There's five other people that look exactly like you. Yes. Because for some of these people, their story, not the ones that I've wrote in here, but some stories that I have found, it's that they just find a picture of someone who looks exactly like them.
1: Which is, I, I've actually, I didn't see them, but my family has actually seen someone who looks exactly like me I don't know if you were there I don't think so because I think um, I remember that well my parents and I think my brother went out to um you remember that hibachi places Kobe mm-hmm. but before it was Kobe it was a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. my parents and my brother went out to eat there and they said that they looked over at a table and they saw a girl who looked exactly like me like, like they, they like, had to do like a double take and they texted me and they're like Did you come to meet us here? And I was like, no, I'm at home. Why? And they said that they saw a girl who looked just like me. That is weird. Crazy. Did anything
0: weird happen after that?
1: I mean, my life went downhill, but I mean, that's just... Our
0: lives have been constantly (laughs) going downhill from birth. So that's no, that's nothing different. That's nothing new. That is weird though. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had an instance where I've seen someone who looks exactly like me before. I've seen people who are similar, but it's not like...
1: Oh my God, it's Amber. Right. Anyway, have li- you guys yeah. seen your doppelganger or had a doppelganger experience, or seen somebody else? Yeah,
0: I want to know. Definitely let us know. Let us know on our Twitter. All of our links will be down below. Our Twitter is um, Randomverse Podcast. Randomverse at g- Podcast. podcast. I mean, That's our Twitter. email. <laughs> right. Our email is Randomverse Podcast at Gmail. Our Twitter is Randomverse Pod because I couldn't fit all of Podcast. That's right. Um. So you'll find us on there. Also, Haley has her Twitch channel. Um, we'll also leave that link down below. And I have my Instagram where I sell resin pieces. And that money goes towards the podcast as
1: well. Also, I'll be looking out for an exciting announcement. We're going to be integrating my Twitch channel into the podcast. Sitting Um, The last Saturday of every month, we're, we are going to try and do a live stream together. Probably chill, play some Minecraft. But we will also be going over blooper reels. We will also be, like discussing little bitty topics that we are interested in that don't necessarily fall into paranormal or true crime or or just
0: aren't aren't enough to have a full episode of yes and just a like
1: little chit chatty hangout um yeah kind of thing so the last saturday of every month and it will be called stream of consciousness yes yeah, so it's gonna start this month so what's the last saturday of this month It's probably next week? Next week on the February 27th. We will be doing a live stream on my Twitch, so be sure you go check me out there. Yep, go ahead and go give her a follow and then you'll be notified when she goes live and whenever we go live for
0: our stream of consciousness stream. I'm excited for it. I am too. I'm excited for the bloopers because we have quite a few. we have
1: quite a few. Especially from this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear a lot of me just
1: fucking up a lot of words. Poor Amber just could not pronounce words.
0: It's just it's just not been a good day for talking for me, no. but, you know, had to get through it. All right, guys, that's going to be it from us for this week. Catch us on Monday with a new true crime topic. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.